What's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in. Today, we are going to continue with our CSS process breakdown. We are talking about clip selection today, and we are going over how we choose our clips when we're editing videos. That way, we can tell a more compelling story because we're staying a little bit more organized. So get ready because we're going to jump right into it. So compositing an interesting story can be hard if you get lost in all the A-roll, all the B-roll, all the sound effects, and all the music. And a lot of the reason people get lost in all the footage that they've, that they've gone out and shot is because they haven't stayed organized or because they, they're not organized. And, and organization, organization is actually the key especially in your early stages of the editing process. Now, there are two sides to this. Um, there, there's one side that says, hey, don't get so worked up on being organized. Another side says, hey, you probably should be organized. We kind of take the middle approach where we say, depending on the project, it, it really de depends on how critical or how critically organized you want to be. And when I say that, I mean how in-depth of, of organization do you want to uh, implement in your project. For us, if it's a smaller project, uh, we can be a little less organized. If it's a larger project, if it's a project with a lot of moving parts, then we decide that, okay, you know what, maybe we should get a little bit more organized with bins. Uh, we should get organized with shot lists and, and a whole bunch of other things. Most of the time though, we are working on smaller projects. So we do see it as a hindrance if we try to <laughs> take you know, I would say 30, 40 shots and, and try to break those down even into even more uh, subcategories of, of what they actually are. So let's kind of get into it. Uh, and, and, you know, to, to take this idea into more of a simple perspective, um, we kind of have this analogy of, have you ever known anybody that is uh, just really bad at telling a story, right? And, and this person always either takes a story to uh, an extended length of time or they are uh, always missing the punchline or they just don't know how to bring the story home. Uh, a lot of the times people like that or, or the reason people ha struggle with, with telling stories is, is when they don't have any organization in their own mind or when all their ideas are all jumbled up and so they're jumping from one idea to the other and they haven't really placed things uh, into, you know, into a, a correct timeline. So when they're explaining all these stories, it always just comes out like a bunch of word vomit and everyone is confused at the end. And, and that can actually happen with video where if you have all this footage and you're not placing things or you have no idea of uh, the footage that you have, you'll be jumping from, hey, I remember I took this shot and hey, I remember I took this shot. And, and if all that comes down into your, your composition, then you're not really going to be telling a clear story. You're, you're really going to just be confusing people. And so one of the ways to tell a compelling story is to be simple and to be direct and to make things as clear as possible for the viewer. That way their mind doesn't have to try to put together this story. The story is already, already put together for them and all they have to do is enjoy the, the uniqueness of it or you know the masterpiece that it is or, 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 or whatever. You don't want your audience to be trying to put together pieces of your story because you couldn't do it correctly. And so the way that we do that is by staying organized and by checking everything out from the beginning, making sure that we have a good process um, to, to piece the story together. 
And so if you're following along the last episode, we kind of gave an overview about uh, CSS, which is clips, sound, and story. Right now we're talking about the clips section. And so uh, let's get even further into this and how we normally uh, choose our clips. So uh, no matter what type of project we have, whether it's a big project or a small project, we go through all of our footage after the import. So, so if you normally come back into a project, you create proxies, whatever, get all that stuff done first. If you like creating the timelines, so you have, if you like creating the timelines, so you have the correct specs on your, on your project or whatever, get all that stuff done first. And once you have all that done, uh, what we suggest is you start going through the bins of footage that you have. Now, this is where uh, things can either get uh, not organized enough or uh, they could get too organized. And, and uh, both of these will be a hindrance where you're jumping and looking for clips that you can't find and, you know, vice versa, where you're trying to find a clip and you've made like 10 bins and you can't find the one shot that you need. So we like to take that, like I said, that middle approach. And um, for us, one of the ways that helps us solve this problem is by creating a temporary timeline. So let's say you you start going through all your clips, right? Let's say you have, I don't know, 50 clips. And when you start going through these clips, um, or at least when we start going through our clips, is we'll, we'll skim through it however we decide that we want to do it, uh, save time or whatever. And then um, we choose at least two seconds, two to three seconds of that clip um, of the section that we will most likely want to use. Um, and then from there, we'll take that two to three seconds and we'll put it in a temporary timeline. And we'll do this with each and every clip. And so what that does is it cuts down a lot of time because, you know, we're not jumping back and forth while we're, while we're editing. All we have to do is go to the clips when we are creating our master or you can use a temporary timeline and our in and out points are already created. After that, if you don't want to use uh, the clips in the bins, you can just go to your temporary timeline and then pull the clips directly from there and drop them into your master timeline, right? And so once you drop your clips into your master timeline, you're going to do this with every single clip. Now, now I know this might sound a little, I guess, hectic um, at first or like maybe more, more of a time waster, but it's really not because what this allows you to do is it allows you to place all your clips in and then you can you know, even do a rough edit where you kind of, you know, move things around and they don't have to be perfect, right? This is, this is the thing. This is the beauty of the temporary timeline. Nobody has to see this timeline. Nobody has to, you know, um, be critical about it or whatever. It allows you to see exactly what you're editing with, exactly what you have. And for, for me as someone who, who's making videos, that's everything. Being able to sit down and say, I know exactly what I need. I know exactly where I can find it. And I don't have to be jumping back and forth trying to tell the story because I already have a good idea of where this story can end because I know what shots we have. I know where it can begin because I know, you know, we these establishing shots or I know the middle part, the, 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 the middle of the story because I know all the other clips that we have that we can place together. And um, from from there, what we'll do is we'll start choosing our sound. We'll go and we'll, you know, pull music from uh, Artlist or uh, whatever subscription that we have. And then we'll throw those also in that temporary timeline. And then we'll, we're able to preview all these songs in a very non-destructive, no pressure environment, which is, 
which is for me sometimes a, a really good thing because it allows you to be creative. You're not worried about, you know, it being so critical. It's just, Hey, like do all these shots look good together? Does a music flow with the types of shots we have? Um, you know, what, what else can we do to, to, to make things better? Or, Hey, you know what? We don't have this shot. You know, the day's not over yet. We can go out really quickly, shoot this, come back and not waste an entire day and then spend more time, you know, trying to, uh, trying to fix something in editing that, you know, a simple shot could fix or a simple reshoot could fix. So, so once, once you have this temporary timeline, right. Uh, and, and you have all your audio tracks, you're going to preview it once or twice with the different tracks that you have, uh, you know, figuring out, you know, Hey, this music works well, this music doesn't, these clips work well, these clips don't. And the cool thing about, about this temporary timeline, like I said, when you choose these clips, they're two to three seconds long, you're not going to be using the entire clip. So I'm sure that there are going to be times when you have a five to eight second shot that might run out, uh, maybe a long conversation or something, or even it's just a, a long establishing shot you know, this timeline is meant to be fast and it's meant to, it's meant so that you can see everything very quickly. Right. And from there, I know what I have so that I can create the story and I don't have to worry about jumping back and forth. And at this point in your editing process, it's like a light bulb, a light bulb clicks. And you're like, you know what, this is going to be way easier and you're able to edit a lot faster. And I think in this time and in this I guess day and age, right? I know that sounds like super cliche, but um, it, in this time, editing quickly is everything because there's just so much content being produced every single day. And sometimes it can feel like if you're spending so much time making mistakes or jumping back and forth in between prod, uh, like, you know, uh, jumping back and forth in between clips or, or soundtracks you know, it, it can be discouraging. You, you, you feel like you're, you're being left behind or it can feel like there's even more pressure to try to finalize the video. And the problem with that is that that can stunt, you know, creativity. So normally what we suggest is we, we suggest choosing your clips this way because it lays that foundation so that instead of you worrying about the correct clip, the correct clip selection, which is, I would say like, I mean, I know you can probably break this up into an even more detailed percentage, but I would say is is 50% of the video editing process is, is getting your clips selected. And then after that, you have the audio, you have you know the refining, you have the grading and, and all that jazz. But after you do that, it's just so much easier to look at your project in more of a whole sense and just saying, all right, I can do a great job with putting these clips in the right place and then after that I can do all the creative stuff I want I can get as creative as possible and I'm still meeting my deadlines and so that pretty much does it and so that pretty much does it don't forget to check out our next post uh, that one's going to go over how we select our music you don't want to miss that one because we'll be you know uh, giving you guys some more information on how we choose our music and how we you know, do our best to cut down time. Um, remember, you can stay up to date on all our social posts, um, on all our blog posts, on our website, burge.media. If you're looking for us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, Facebook and Instagram, you can just follow us forward slash burge media or on Instagram at burge media. 
And on YouTube, if you just search us, uh, I'm sure you will find us. Our name is pretty unique. We still haven't got that channel, that channel name yet, but hopefully soon. Um, so you all have a great rest of your day. We'll talk to you later. Have a great one.